It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome along to Crunch Time. He's a pro, this bloke. It's Sunday. Julian King in the chair for Jaleesa. We are here thanks to our great mates at Robson Civil with over 60 years of leading civil construction experience. Visit robsoncivilprojects.com.au. Great to have your company wherever you're tuned in this afternoon. 1170 SE in Sydney. 693, our new friends north of the Tweed on SENQ. 1620 on the Gold Coast. And via the SEN app, you can tune in anywhere, anytime. Gee, it's pretty grim. On the weather front, looking out the windows here at our studios in, in North Sydney, I thought I saw the flying nun drift pass before, honestly. <laughs> wet and windy in Sydney, wet and brizzy. We saw that last night, wet on the Goldie, but you can expect some well, some dry humour this afternoon on the program. <laughs> Without further ado, let's welcome in the team this Sunday afternoon. He's got a hop in his step, this fella. He's got a hop in his step today yeah. after his bunnies ran through the eels oh. last night. And last night, post-game, he also sensationally ruled himself out of selection contention for the second test in Gaul. Steve-O, <laughs> Steve-O here. Uh, Sophie, good afternoon to you. Uh, great win. And contentious about Latrell, but I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But, geez, it was good to see the bunnies bounce back last night. Yeah, you got night. a spring in your step, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the puns. They're well, they had a good groovy. recent result against Parramatta. Their recent form against the Eels has been strong. Very good. More uh, than 38 points a game. I think they've won four in a row. I wasn't expecting it after their poor showing against the Dragons. Mm. I must admit, I didn't think Latrell would be that much of a big turnaround for the club, but, geez, it was good. That was champagne. That was that was 2014 Bunnies-esque. Yeah, BBF, so, bounce back factor. Yeah. yeah, it was. And then they're going to go on and lose next week like they've been doing all season. So, <laughs> But, you know, it's good. Well, <laughs> One no, out of two weeks ain't bad. The commentators <laughs> well, look, we are delighted that this gentleman is with us uh, today. He's one half of the Professor and Barney on Fox Sports, so I venture to say the bottom half. The second half. The the second. Second. Andrew Barnett <laughs> is bottom. here with us. Hello, the buddy. <laughs> Hello, boys. It is absolutely wonderful to be here. It's just good to be inside on this uh, windy, rainy day. Oh, no. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah, I've dragged my son in today too. So, uh, Gibbo, when you come to work on Monday, you're going to see some weird things in your cache. Uh, just, <laughs> just ignore it because he's jumping on Gibbo's computer at the moment. Oh, I didn't ask you actually. Who do you go for in the you know? Mate, I'm a Newcastle Knights man <sighs> through and through. So uh, it's, been a, it's been a good weekend for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, against yeah. Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah, well, hey, you take them when you can get them when you're a Newcastle Knights fan, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that. Just happy to come away with the two competition points. Exactly. No Caelan Ponga, of course. I mean, that was a big thing too, wasn't it? It's just, uh, I guess you could say a stay of execution for Adam O'Brien. Well, yeah, let's let's hope so. I don't I don't know like well, where do you go at this point with the with the Knights? There's something going wrong up there, but um, you know what? Well, the, the encouraging thing was it was a proper win. Like it was, yeah. it wasn't a scrappy win. It wasn't it, the the tries were from proper plays. Yeah, and it was just nice to see the the good people in Newcastle keep turning up to the home games. And uh, and it wasn't great weather, and they were finally rewarded with a with a decent showing. Yeah, they had. Um, I mean, the, the stats are interesting without Caelan Ponger as well. It's just as good without him as it is with him, which surprised me to see. But they did play well. Obviously, you got a bit more to play for. Obviously, that was the Mark Hughes round, and everyone mm. had finished the trek and ended up at the ground. So, um, yeah, that's it. Frustrates me, doesn't it, when you see the sides like Newcastle play that well 
like that, but then you go, what have they been doing for the last 12 or 13 rounds, you know, and, and been putting in subpar performances. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, that's exactly. And there's so many false dawns with this Newcastle side <laughs> yeah, for so yeah. long. But on the Caelan Ponga thing, I, I sometimes wonder if he's just – because he is so unpredictable and he's, he's the king of something from broken play, whether he's just hard for young halves and young playmakers mm. to play with because he is so unpredictable yeah. and sort of that X factor. I don't know. Well, it's, yeah. it's pretty fascinating because I remember last year having this discussion about, you know, Trebojevic had just the greatest year almost in history. Mm. But he made the blokes around him infinitely better players because yep. nobody yeah. would have been talking about Ruben Garrick in the way they were talking about Garrick 100%. or Jason no. Saab or Morgan Harper or Brad Parker. As good as an, and as gifted as Caitlin is, just look at that first half from Origin too. He was wonderful. He doesn't seem to have the same impact on the Knights players around him as somebody like Trebojevic did at Manly. Yeah, it's not the – yeah, I don't know if it's the inspiration factor. It's sort of sometimes you feel like they're just looking for him to pull something out of his hat rather mm. than, you know, have him lift the rest of the side with the him. Structure, yeah. Mm. And the knives are out for Justin Holbrook. We'll delve into that in a bit more detail throughout the course of the show. We'll run through the results so far and we'll look ahead to today's games. Of course, the Warriors returning home to Mount Smart mm. Stadium, the first time in 1,038 days. I mean, if, if they can't win today, yeah, they'll it. never win. Yeah, they <laughs> And look, it, I just feel for the, the guy who uh, lives next door has been mowing the lawns and collecting the mail for him while they've been gone away. Yeah, um, <laughs> he didn't think he was d- agreeing to that. You can just do it. 1,068 oh, days. You come home, you know, you, open, that's, you got the slot in the front door, you open it, it's just a mountain of letters <laughs> just sort of sliding past there. And good luck to them. And then the Dragons and the Raiders, and you'll hear the call here on SEN League, uh, celebrating 40 years of the mighty Steelers. Yeah, it's a shame we don't have Brooksy in here at the moment. We'll have to uh, get him in. But he is proudly donning the three-quarter sleeve uh, old Steelers mm. Guernsey. BHP Steel. BHP mm. Steel. Okay, here's a pop quiz without yeah, um, yeah, who, okay. who are the sponsors on the Illawarra Steelers jersey prior to BHP Steel? No, you lost me. Yeah. Kaiser Stuhl. <laughs> Kaiser Stuhl. Kaiser Stuhl. Is that German or something? Yes, yeah, yeah well, it's not French. Guys are stool. We're a public school. Sorry, yeah, apparently um, a public stool. Apparently they've um, they called off the Reggies there today. It's pretty wet and woolly and windy down in Wollongong, as you expect. And it's, it's not much of a barrier from the stand to the the wind's not going to be standing proud <laughs> no. at the moment, wouldn't it? Mate, it's big seas. There's every chance they'll have it crashing on the uh, on the sideline there. Well, that close to the beach. I mean, the doggies v Cronulla game wasn't much different. You yeah. thought you were watching highlights of oh, uh, 1988 Grand Final where they're just running through mud. <laughs> Uh, and what about the lighting at a core stadium last night? Yeah. So the great Brooks, he goes, does it look dim to you? And I was sort of faffing around with the kids and I flicked on the telly and I thought, yeah, it does look dim. It, and I don't know if this is a, a direct consequence of soaring energy prices or what it is or the fact, oh, look, maybe they know that footy players like to tap each other on the bum. They got ahead of themselves. <laughs> told the ground DJ to play a bit of uh, Nora Jones and get everyone yeah, in the mood. But uh, it was horrible. Music. Just yeah. had the dimmer on, you reckon. So the bedroom dimmer, just turned it down to about seven or six. Yes. Well, I happen to know they're on off-peak, uh, their plan out there um, at the stadium. So they probably can't afford the full lights. Well, know. they have been in negotiations about moving home grounds. Like when you move house, you actually got to change your energy provider. So they might yeah. be in that little interim period where they're like, well, we can just yeah. turn it up to about a four. We can run it for, you know, it's 30% capacity. So part of the South's ploy potentially yes. maybe to... Spotless catering or running the dishwashers when the explicit <laughs> instruction was, please don't, please don't. Latrell looked magnificent, didn't he? He looked really good for one game back. And, and he's talked about the focus of being a South Sydney player and putting club first and foremost. It was remarkable. We got to talk about it afterwards. And mm. Benji was saying, oh, mate, you got through unscathed. What about Freddie becomes corning? He says, I'll just end the headlines right now. In fact, let's hear what Latrell had to say. 
Yeah, well, Jason said during the week there was a chance you might not play 80 minutes, but you got through the 80 unscathed. You must be feeling confident that if you did get the opportunity at Origin that you'd be able to fill that. Nah, nah, I think I'm going to shut down them headlines now. Um, I'm going to pull myself out. I'm going to worry about South, uh, focus on myself. You know, they've got a real good team there at New South Wales, and uh, good luck to Burton in the centres. And, um, I guess, you know, give Crichton a go too. Let him have a go. Let him bleed in. And, um, yeah, I just really want to focus on South Sydney and myself and, and get myself right for the back end of the season. Now, if you're a Souths fan, you might be happy to hear that. But does it strike you as strange, though, that somebody who is available and fit has said no to playing state of origin football? Uh, yeah, um, it does. It does surprise me. And as a Souths fan, I can probably understand. He signed a two-year deal worth, you know, eight, I think close to eight or $900,000 a year. He's played bugger all games. He's only just gotten back to the fitness level that he needs to do to play first grade. He went over to the USA on one of the great two-week junkets to do a few hamstring curls and exercises, which was amazing to see. So, but in saying that, the pinnacle of the game, obviously, is to play for your country. But, the, you know, to play state of origin is what you aim up for each season. Jason Demetrio in a a press conference before the game said he would have him picked. Um, so I, I am surprised by uh, Luttrell's opinion. And I guess I'd be interested on the call line to hear what other people have to say, or if they've also just called in sickies essentially to any other workstation, which might be appropriate <laughs> for them. You know, when you watch Origin, right, and the team you're going for, say you go for New South Wales and you, you know, last year Gagai, for example, he's playing for Queensland. And every time they attack him, you go, don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. Yeah. He's got to be fresh for the yeah. weekend. Yeah. Got to be... Now, have you got a thought on that, Latrell? Was it wise for him to say that? I wonder if he, he gave Freddie the heads up during the week and said, mate, I'll, I'll end this speculation. one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. That is the open line number. one three hundred zero one eleven seventy. And that all-important text line, 0457 736 736 0457 736 736. The caller or texter of the day will win a Dometic Thermo. Mark G, you could use oh. it on a day like today, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Like a nice, nice cup of tea or a warm soup. Yeah. Something like be, that. Would be yeah. lovely. Dometic has you covered with their new drinkware. Fuel your adventure with Dometic drinkware. 1300 01 1170, the open line number. And the text line 0457 736 736. Barney, was it, was it strange to you, though, that he would sort of put the red pen through his potential selection for going through it? Actually, I heard uh, I heard an interview with him on uh, on ABC, uh, like where he basically said the same thing. But afterwards, he he said he reckons he's about four games from being uh, right. the level of fitness wow. where he really wants mm. to be. So I don't know if he's maybe you know thinking he's he's in good enough to run around at the moment at that level, but maybe state of origin be too far. Yeah. The thing I'm going to say though, as um, as a New South Wales fan, I thought it showed a lot of maturity and respect for that jersey. That if you don't think you're ready, you're gonna yeah. you're not going to go. But as a Newcastle Knights fan. Who plays South this <laughs> week? week. Um, Latrell, it was <laughs> enough with the maturity, mate. Just, just take the Blues jersey. Brother. It was self-centered and selfish by Latrell. Yeah. yeah, there's no other. There's no sugar coating. Do you reckon he? Um, do you reckon it's the old-fashioned jumped before you've been pushed sort of thing? You know, he's probably had a word to Freddie. Freddie said, "I'm not going to pick." He's gone, "No, no, I, I want to dismiss all the headlines. I'm not available." Because I remember when I got the sack, I walked in with my peers and you sit there with the CEO and your bosses and they go, look, you've got, you've got two options here. You can, we can sing your praises and, and, and uh, say you've retired and gone out on your own terms or we're not signing you next year. Uh, and of course, uh, the volatility in me came out and said, "No, you're gonna you're gonna sack me, you're gonna make that public, <laughs> and I'm gonna leave on my own terms after you've done that." So maybe it's a little bit of Latrell, uh, just just maybe having Freddie just said, "Look, you're not going to be picked," and then just come out and said, "I'm going to dispel it all and say I'm not going to be 
well, going to be available. Well, it's all speculation. Isn't mm. it? It's all spe- you know, yes. you're like the renegade cop in the movies. You can't find me. I quit. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. <laughs> 0457-736-73. Would you have picked him? Uh, no. I've said it before. Yeah. Even if you did have a blinder, you just can't trust that level of fitness. Um, I think you're right in saying um, that there's a lot of respect for that jersey. Mm. And you know, to know that you're not fit or you're four weeks away, which he does look. What I do here every time Latrell comes back and at the start of each season is he's the fittest he's ever looked. And to me, it doesn't look yeah. much different. Yeah, Trent has <laughs> Every yeah, time yeah. I'm Best like, preseason ever. He should Best be running preseason. marathons the amount of times I've heard it from his teammates or from himself. Yeah. He's the fittest he's ever been. So um, the, the thing about it is, as somebody that calibre, right? So normally when players come back, they get one under their belt. And you say, oh, you know, they probably need a bit more. Unless they're that good, then you take mm. a punt on them. And, and I always cite the example of Andrew John's 05 game two. He wasn't going to play, right? Remember Noddy and I think Baz played and then was it Baz that got injured? Or one of them got injured for game two and they said to, to Joey, do you think it'd be right? And he goes, yeah, I think it'd be right. Mm. No match fitness, but you gamble on guys that are that good. I'm not saying Latrell's Joey, but he is elite. Yeah. Right? yeah it's, it's, it's a fine line. It's a fine line to dance. Mm. Um, He's know. also the X factor sometimes, like, and especially at Origin, he, he has that ability to, to do the, the different thing, to, to pull something out of nothing, which, yeah. I don't know, like that, that side, like, yeah, look, the, they didn't struggle, let's no. face it, in Perth. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the combinations well, were all right. As Matty John said, he said, you know, if you're a young Queenslander and you're backing up and, say, potentially Gagai does get the miss and they bring in a young uh, centre and you're looking up and you see Latrell, you, you you see a man, but sometimes you can play the man and not the ball at times. So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm, you totally. know, you've got an absolute legend or hero against you and, it, you know, it can create space and dangers in other um, I guess uh, unanticipated areas. So, anyway, as you as you quite rightly said, we're, we're we it was a great performance in game two, but it's an absolute different beast up there for for game three at Suncorp. I like what Freddie said. He goes, "Yeah, okay, you look at the scoreboard, but the Kafusi send off or the Kafusi sin bin was a massive turning point. Mm. Presume that yeah. won't happen again. You're not getting that disparity no, in scores, especially no. in Queensland. So, you know, great, but it's one one. You haven't won anything. I'm going to throw this out there. Should we oh. take it? Should we take it all the way north? New South Wales did pretty well in far north Queensland yeah. last year. Let's, let's Keep go, going. Let's go right north <laughs> with this one. They want to have it in Queensland. Singapore. Alaska. <laughs> yeah, Townsville. Alaska. Alaska. The record's pretty good up there for New South Wales, it's isn't not. it? <laughs> <laughs> 0457 736 736. Arvo, boys, maybe Latrell was just getting in first. Freddie wasn't going to pick him. Mm. We don't know. Yeah. Interesting what he said there in that quote because oh give give Crichton what did he say give Crichton another go and, and let him bleed in yeah I, I love I, that I because bleed all the chatter in. was well you're yeah. not sh- you're not shifting burden so if you're going to get Latrell in there <laughs> and, and you got to bring Whiten back in so say you Whiten for Talakai yeah. if anywhere Latrell's probably playing on the right in place at Crichton Crichton absolutely yeah. and he yeah. would have heard that speculation yeah that's so, right so he's 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 doubled down but do you like the statement bleed in I've never heard that before bleed in is that a football term am I just no I. No, no, it's a Latrell term. It's a Latrell yeah. term yeah. to bleed in. I like it, though, and I'm going to use it. It'll be in the vernacular before you know it. Bleed in. Yeah, yeah. yeah good. Okay. Uh, somebody else has bleeded in, bled in <laughs> to the show. Tomo, Arvo, boys, isn't there a rule about saying you're not available for reps, i.e. Jamie Lyon? But Jamie Lyon yeah, He's never... the only exception, isn't he? Yeah, Yeah, but he just said, oh, I don't want to play rep footy. Yeah. And people thought he was premier centre in the game, but he was true to his word, and he never did, right? Yeah. Latrell, it's a one-off. It just seems strange to me. You're either available or you're not. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, 0457 736 736. That is the text line number and the open line number 1300 011170. Talking about the weather, uh, it was a bit choppy in, all up and down the East Coast last night. Um, so my kid's soccer was on yesterday morning and we thought, oh, there's no way. And so I'm beautiful to have a little sleep and get the text. 
Fantastic news. At least the Cubs under sevens games are going ahead. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? Are you serious? There we are. The wind's coming in sideways. I've got the brolly out. You know, I'm, trying, I'm planting the feet so as not to take off. And these poor kids, the ball's just stopping in the quagmire oh, in the middle wow. of the pitch. Is that, that is quite the commitment. Great but I was life on, lessons. And I was on um, fruit duty, right? Because each week the parents take turns of cutting fruit and bringing some lollies. And so there, I've got to put the hand out the oranges and then all in the driving range, rain. And then at the end of the day, I've got the chockies. So I've got like the Cadbury mix pack and I've got the caramellos. Now, I don't know if it's a generational thing, but the caramellos were a really tough sell. I would have thought they would be the first chockey to be lapped up by a bunch of seven-year-olds. You know where they sort of, they go to put the hand in, they wiggle the fingers and take it out. No one second thought I'll um, claw, move to the left what, and grab what it. What went first? What are they? Cherry ripes were exceedingly popular. I'll tell you what stunned me. Is this under sevens or under seventies? <laughs> well, what, what are you coaching? I'll tell you what, I was asking the same question at the end of it. Let, let me. Such a I'll, developed I'll tell palette. you this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Were, you, were you serving whiskey with yeah. it? Yes. Nipper whiskey kids after the game. Who was cold? Well, one of the girls <laughs> said, yeah. Do you have anything with the, the hip flask? Yeah, yeah. Do, you have, do you have anything of the 85% dark variety? <laughs> oh. no, but the thing yeah. that got me was, mate, the Turkish delights went before the caramel. Yeah, I was going to ask. It went because it was in the variety pack. So it that's my favourite, but it wasn't my favourite until I got to sort of mid-20s. I'd never touched the Turkish delight. Mm. I, I thought that no. was just a waste. Like it almost That's, didn't deserve to be there. It gets a bad rap. People either love it or hate it. There's no middle ground with a Turkish delight. Yeah, no, polarizing. but I thought everybody liked yeah. a caramello. Yeah. But anyway, I got no. a cupboard full of caramellos <laughs> at home, <laughs> and maybe a, a few boost stragglers here or there. I don't know. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is the text line number. Illawarra Steelers, nineteen eighty two. Mm. Brooks, he was born in nineteen eighty two, and he's got a deep affinity with the mighty Steelers. And Stanley, the Seal Avenger was sent off in a game in 1995. <laughs> it was a brawl between Illawarra and the Tigers. He got involved. He looked like he was just trying to pull the man off. And then <laughs> Tony Max said the ref, you, you're Gone. off. I didn't know he had the, I didn't know a referee had the authority to send a, send a mascot off. Yeah. But apparently you do. I did watch so the that, footage. It looked like he was trying to break up the fight to, to, to yeah. come into his Stanley's defence. Yeah. But he's been sent. He's so got his he's, marching orders. So those that threw the punches are okay. <laughs> <laughs> But it was, well, it was the sad. 80s. Yeah. yeah. Maybe oh. that was the offence. Mate, don't break this up. The crowd are loving yeah, it. Yeah, that was the, <laughs> the offence. Yeah, not diving in. So I want to get your thoughts on Latrell, uh, of course, all the NRL action so far in round 16 of the competition. And we can take a trip down memory lane. Some of your favourite Steelers memories. It might be Stanley the Steel Avenger getting sent off. You know, it might be Rod Wishart. It might be Alan McIndoe. Uh, who are some of your all-time favourite Steelers mm. Players, 0457 736 736. That is the text line number. And as I mentioned, the best caller or texter today is a judge by, we might make Mark the judge, judge during execution today. All right, big responsibility, don't stuff it up. The caller text of the day will win a <laughs> Dometic don't speak at all. thermo mug. <laughs> Dometic has you covered with their new drinkware. Fuel your adventure with Dometic drinkware. We are up and running on a wet and windy Sunday afternoon. This is Sunday crunch time on SEN right around the country. Steve O'Keefe, Barney's here. I'm Jules. I'm breaking back with more. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.